0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard uh, once again, greeting you with Jesus joy and just uh, saying it's a great day to be alive. You know, when we woke up this morning and we took that first breath, we could say, thank you, Lord, because you yet have purpose for my life. Not to say we weren't breathing, but, you know, when you wake up and... uh, Maybe you yawn or, you know, you just take in a deep breath. You always know at that time, man, God still has a purpose for my life. Well, today I want to talk to you about something that's really simple. Uh, we don't think about it a lot unless we're in turmoil. And that's peace. The word peace. And so let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for what you're going to say to us today today. We thank you for your goodness and mercy. You've been so good to us. We honor you, we praise you, and we love you. Holy Spirit, give a revelation, give a word today, and our ears to hear, Lord, and my mouth to speak. And so we thank you for the word today. We bind the devil in Jesus' name that will try to hinder this word. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right, so what do you think of when you think of peace? Well, sometimes I think of the turmoil that's in the world today the confusion that's in the world, uh, the fact that we have such um, ventrilo, and we have such divisiveness in our politics. We have uh, those things going on between countries like the United States and China, how they're divided against each other, or North Korea and the United States, and just you can go on and on and on. And it's so much turmoil. It's so much, um, so much hatred. You know, Republicans hating on Democrats and racist uh, people who have gotten into the parties, and now they want to make it a cultural thing. And so you think of all this turmoil and confusion. And so when I think of peace, you know, some of those things come to mind for some reason. But the truth is, when we say peace. I want to be able to enjoy peace you know the Bible says that if I keep my mind on Jesus he'll keep me in perfect peace so yes there's turmoil there's gonna be divisiveness there's gonna be craziness everything around us is uh, is crazy you know I mean you turn on the TV it's crazy it's racism it's sexism it's um, you know it's a divided nation and the Bible says that a house divided against itself can't stand and we're such a divided nation right now and you see all these things going on so when I think about peace I think about a state of mind where I don't have to worry about all of these things yes we have to live yes we have to do our daily chores we do the things that we need to do we go to our jobs and that's what we do. But in the midst of all that, God keeps our heart and our mind in perfect peace in a place that's free of turmoil, that's free of confusion, you know, that's free of worry. You don't wanna to have to be worried every single day, you know, about your family members, you worried when they get on the road, you worried if they stay out too late, you know, you're worried even when they're at home. And for those of you who have children, You know, you know what I'm saying, especially if you have teenagers, you know, and they're maybe 16, 17 years old. Or if you have grown children, you know, you worry, you're concerned. Nothing wrong with being concerned. But the beautiful thing about peace is that peace tells me that God will take care of everything. Right. If I would just concentrate and keep my mind on him, he'll take care of my family. He'll post his angels around my children. He'll post his angels, um, not only around my children, but around my family members. I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff because God got this. You know, he's, he's taking care of all these situations. And that's the beautiful thing about having a relationship with him is that God will keep you in perfect peace. You can't be in peace if you're worried about paying your next bill. Uh, bill. Or if you're worried about where your next meal gonna come from, you know, if you're worried about not being able to put a roof over your child's head, that's not peace, that's worry, that's concern, and I get that. And so the ideal is, if God is gonna keep me in perfect peace, then that means that He's gonna help supply all of my needs. In fact, He's going to supply all of my needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He's going to do those things that's necessary for me to have peace. I remember uh, reading the Bible. There was an account where Jesus was asleep on a boat. And the disciples um, were panicking because a storm had arose. They, the boat was headed to the other side. And I don't know how long it was going to take to get there. But a storm came out of nowhere. And I mean, this storm was really bad. And the disciples, you've got to remember... Uh, they were expert fishermen a lot of them so they were scared and they ran down uh, Well, they went to the bottom of the boat where Jesus was sleeping uh, and they said master awake they said this storm uh, we're gonna perish you need to wake up and Jesus woke up and when he saw what was going on he stood up and he said peace be still and when he said, peace be still, the wind stopped blowing, the rain stopped falling, the waves stopped roaring, the water became calm, and everything became peaceful. And he looked at them and he said, ye have little faith. You know, in other words, guys, you could, you can do this too. And so, that's the kind of peace I'm talking about. In our lives, Jesus does the same thing. You know, we depend on him, we lean on him, and he gives us peace. Now, he doesn't, you know, we're not living in a world oblivious to the one that's going on around us. That's not what we're talking about. But we're talking about in spite of all the things that go on around us, yet in our hearts and in our mind, we can have peace. You know, because I don't have to worry about all these different things because he said take no thought of what you shall eat or what you shall drink or what you shall wear you know and or take no thought for tomorrow he says tomorrow take thought take uh thought of the things of itself so jesus knew exactly what he was talking about what he was doing and why wouldn't we serve someone who knows everything you know god knows everything about us about everything I mean, anything that moves on this earth moves with the permission of God. If God didn't give it permission, it couldn't move. You couldn't get up in the morning if God didn't give you permission. You know, if he didn't wake you up in the morning, you wouldn't get up. It's that simple. If God doesn't allow it, it doesn't happen. So that's why I always say if you get up, you take a deep breath. God yet has purpose for your life because he allowed you to get up. You didn't get up on your own. The alarm clock didn't wake you up. Are you kidding me? Everything moves by the power of God. And so that's the piece I'm talking about, knowing that we serve a God that has everything under control, you know, in our lives. Now, yes, there's chaos in the world, but he has everything under control in our lives if we submit our lives to him. If we submit to him and we say, God, we need you. We can't do this without you. You know, we serve a God that created the heavens and the earth. He spoke everything into existence. You know, he measured the earth with the span of his hand. God is God and there's no one like him. You know, he is God. He sees everything. He knows everything. He's everywhere at the same time. He's in China and he's in the U.S. And he's everywhere at the same time. He knows. He sees. He cares. You know... And yet the same God lives inside of me is the same God that sits on the circle of the universe. He's everywhere. And that's what's amazing about him. It's how he there's no way to describe God. Our adjectives are weak at best when we try to describe God. It's hard to describe him because he's indescribable. You know, we say, well, God is alive. No, God isn't alive. God is life. (laughs) He's not alive. He's he is life itself. So we say words like that and we know what we mean. But guess what? God is life. God is, you know, um, in the Old Testament, Moses was going to go talk to Pharaoh on behalf of God and say, let my people go. And Moses asked God, who shall I say sent me? And God told him, tell him I am sent you. I am. You know what that means? God is saying, I am what you need at that moment. If you're going through poverty, then I am your source. I am your way out of poverty. I am your uh, your provision. I am uh, your provider. I am the one that's gonna open the door to get you that job because I know you lost a job during COVID But I am the one who's going to restore your job and give you a new one and give you a better one and give you a promotion. You know, God is the one that gives us the ability to earn wealth, the Bible says. And so God is God. And so anyway, man, I get going on that. We'll get going all day. But the peace that God gives us helps us to not only live in this world, right, free of, uh, all the anxiety and frustrations now again we can choose to be frustrated and we can choose to be anxious but I choose God's peace over all that brothers and sisters you can't have God's peace if you don't accept him and the only way you can do that is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and Jesus Christ says that I'm the way the truth and the life and no man can come to the Father except he comes through Jesus so if you are interested in accepting Christ say this with your mouth say Lord Jesus come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life I believe that God raised you from the dead I believe that you died for my justification Lord Jesus I thank you for saving me I'm a child of God I'm a Christian thank you Lord for saving me amen brothers and sisters if you prayed that prayer uh, you are a child of God. Tell somebody that you're a Christian. All right. Well, y'all be blessed. This is Brother Leonard. Until next time, God bless you. God keep you. And uh, may God's peace smile upon you. Amen.